The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept, and one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. This is Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. As you know, we're here to have a good time first and foremost and to talk about what we can do better and be better so we can have a happy, happier life. We do have a great show for you today. can't wait to talk to Suzanne. We broadcast from sunny Arizona and today's one of those perfect days that we have sometimes in late winter or early spring. My youngest son Kevin called them no temperature days. It took me a while to catch on what that meant. It means the temperature is such that you can't feel either warmth or on your skin. It's no temperature day. That's what we have today and I I would love to see Kevin here. Uh, Great day. I always have to acknowledge Alice Cooper and his song, No More Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, you, you may have discovered, if you're on a, on a self-improvement path, that when you do some serious work and you begin to take your power back, you set some boundaries and you begin to say no. And people that have always heard yes from you sometimes don't like it and may accuse you of not being so nice anymore. Don't worry about it. You'll get it all figured out. It'll settle in. You may get some new friends that understand the word no whatever happens your life is going to be better richer all the way around i want to congratulate alice cooper who's going to be inducted into the hall of uh, rock and roll hall of fame on march the 14th that's a real biggie and we send him our congratulations and we reiterate our invitation to be on our show as usual we're looking for sponsors We'd love to have people who want some exposure on this show and on the self-improvement blog. We believe in shameless promotion, so we'll give you lots of kudos and lots of mentions, and we'll see what we can do for you. As always, I want to acknowledge and thank our engineer, Chad. He's the best. He always makes us sound good, makes things happen even when they're not happening quite right. Um, He always pulls it out and, and makes it seamless. If you're thinking that you'd like to have a radio show, why don't you think about Voice of America? They're the pioneer in Internet talk radio, and they're on the cutting edge of everything that's new. So if you're interested in your own show, call them first. And they don't tell me to say that. That's that's from uh, uh, from the heart kind of thing. Next week's guest is Yvonne Perry, who's going to share her remarkable story as an empath and discuss what it means to be an empath in today's world and it's not an easy journey 
in today's world, let me tell you. Today's guest is Suzanne Toro. She's been involved with promoting Apple to App of the Black Eyed Peas. She's produced 31 hit music videos with Apple's Jeepney Music. And she led the team in providing emerging artists and DJs with opportunities to get a head start in the music industry, help people get a start when they probably never would have without their help. She's written a book called Bare Naked Bliss. I love that title. She's going to tell us more about it. It tells her story of abuse and trauma and her self-directed recovery. So those of you who've been hurt, who've been traumatized in, in any way, pay attention because Suzanne's going to give you some gems of information that you may not have heard before. She's committed, and I mean committed, to embodying authenticity and walking her talk. She reaches out to local, national, and global communities to share her vision. Uh, you, I don't think you're going to want to miss a word of this. Suzanne, welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. How are you today? Wonderful. Thank you, Irene, for having me. It's a pleasure. Oh, I'm so delighted. I'm so delighted. Suzanne, you grew up in Arizona, or at least you went to school here, didn't you? I did, actually. I was born in Hawaii and then was transplanted to Tucson, Arizona, and went to high school uh, in part of junior high in Scottsdale, Arizona. I, I think you probably were in school with my son, as I remember. My memory's not doing so well these days. <laughs> That's absolutely correct. So, yeah, you're like family then. So exactly. tell us your story. Tell us your story. Where are you coming from? Uh, what have you been into? Tell us a little bit about working with the Black Eyed Peas, just whatever you'd like to share with the audience. Mm -hmm. Well, I, gosh, right now I'm where I'm standing at is really uh, connecting back to my truth or my highest self. And I think that started a little bit that process, what I call a purging process, started when I started working with Apple from the Black Eyed Peas. And during that time, uh, what most people don't realize is they might be wanting to be a rock star. However, it's, uh, it's a lot of hard work, <laughs> um, and it takes a lot of energy to repeat yourself daily. And the blessing for me, though, was it allowed me to be in, quote-unquote, a little bit of a cave because that's what also you're, also you're in when you are a musician uh, where there's a lot of people wanting your attention. So during that time, it was really about me reconnecting to myself and really realizing that it's really important uh, for me to walk authentically, as authentically as I can in every moment, and it keeps I keep refining and getting better uh, at doing that. You know, it does take practice and it does take work, just like when you're on a, a self-healing process or self-transformation process, it takes time and commitment to self. How can you do that? How can you really stay true to your own self, even sometimes know who you are? When, did you, If you were on the road with the peas, um, did you go on the road with them? Because that must have been incredibly distracting. Um, I would meet up. My primary work was with Apple. We were uh, we developed four of his individual solo music videos, set up his foundation, and set up his record label. And uh, right, probably at the finish of that, that's when the Peas launched their most recent album. And then I would meet up for our work with Jeepney Music uh, along the road. And yeah, it's, it's intense days of 
oh gosh, <laughs> I don't know, maybe only a couple hours a night sleep for me uh, because I would be out at the events but then have to come back and do work. So uh, it is intense, but it takes time. I guess the benefit of that is, you know, I, I did, it wasn't as distracting as you would think from the sense that I just had to stay focused so I could get done what I needed to get done. Um, and I really had a lot of time of, to myself, actually. <laughs> oh, that's so, always nice. Yeah. So what, what have you been involved with besides the Black Eyed Peas? What kind of projects have you done? I know you're very creative, and um, mm-hmm. I'm sure that much of your work is creative. Yeah, uh, after I finished up that project, I really made a commitment to myself and to my vision uh, to start creating uh, the work to support and, and what I see is I could do for my little thread in humanity, which is to shine a light on all the amazing things that are happening on this planet, <laughs> to inspire people to to follow their passion, to follow what's important to them, but also to give them hope and inspiration that there are scientists, there are doctors, there are people out there that are creating for them, that are looking out for all of humanity's best interests. And during that time, I was also very committed to reminding them of the aspects of self that are maybe we've forgotten about, our roots, our, uh, our heart, loving, and how to express. So I've done that basically by creating a, a program programming that is around interviewing people, broadcasting their stories, sharing stories, and then reconnecting <laughs> people back to food, to sound and silence, and their heart. And through those elements, and it's like a big piece of clay, I am um, continue to mold how I'm communicating and connecting with um people in the planet, on the planet, and sharing with those that are in a place where they might need some guidance or assistance along the way. How are you doing this? Are you, are you reaching out to groups, or do you have some kind of one-on-one practice? Are you doing some coaching? How, how does this take shape? It's an important uh, work. How, do you, how are you doing it? Yes, uh, a couple facets. When one-on-one, I do one-on-one sessions with people, whether it's for vision work, typically what happens is they'll come for if they maybe want to connect with something within themselves or if they are really trying to achieve something maybe in their business life. But what ultimately happens is we end up working on a real soul level, their energetic level, reconnecting them back to self. And from there, then we help or I help with them, we do it together, map out their vision, map out where they want to go and and try to eliminate the things that might be pulling them in the wrong direction or maybe aren't aligned with their highest truth. That word wrong isn't necessarily the best word to use, but uh, just the, the things that might not be aligned with that highest truth. And it's just a refining process, reconnecting to your grace, also remembering parts of self that you never knew existed and or and or were never allowed to be so that's one aspect of one-on-one practice and then i do the broadcasting interviewing people asking questions and sharing those interviews and stories um, online and on my website and then i'm also doing a guided imagery and meditation with some sound work that again 
without thought or without action, you can tune in and just connect back to your inner peace, which helps give your mind, body, and spirit a reboot. And then finally, I've, uh, I'm really passionate about food, connecting people back to real food, to Mother Earth, and presence with the food, and revealing some of the mistruths that we've been told. And all of these components really balance us out and can give us a better picture of maybe why we're here and how we can be more harmonious with self and our environment and others. I, I don't know why I'm getting this little image of McDonald's. I, I'm sure you don't take your clients there. <laughs> no, I don't take my clients to McDonald's. Uh, uh, yeah, that's kind of a funny story that you're connecting with that. Uh, my children know McDonald's as not uh, as a place not only that doesn't serve real food, but also uh, that. Uh, destroys the environment, so that's kind of funny that you picked up on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 I think they kind of embody, and I say this very gently. You know what's wrong with many of us today in terms of nutrition and what what we're doing to our own bodies and what we need to stay away from. There's a wonderful commercial. I don't even remember who it's for with a chicken and they say can you see any nuggets on this chicken mm -hmm. and of course you can't you know they're advertising their own kind of chicken but I think it's a very powerful kind of commercial saying hey look there's no natural nuggets here and right. there may not be any in what you're served either uh, we've come right up on break time but what I want you to do before we go to break is give people your website so if they want to they can take a look at it during break while they're listening What's your sure. it's Suzanne Toro, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E, and then T-O-R-O dot com. Cool. So while we go to break, take a look at Suzanne's website. Uh, we'll be right back in just a few minutes with my guest, Suzanne Toro. This is Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. In Sue McDaniel's book, I Am Heart, she talks about feelings. Now Sue is ready to bring her book, blogs, and topics of interest to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. I Am Heart will discuss concepts and ideas that affect all of us and will provide experts and solutions to help everyone. Sue, speaking through I Am Heart, will answer your questions, share your answers, and learn together with you. Each program will have topics you've suggested, homework to learn about yourself, and moments of connection. Tune in to I Am Heart, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on World Talk Radio Variety. Sometimes it seems that life is just throwing you one obstacle after another. There are many people who have overcome or are overcoming their personal obstacles in order to succeed. Hear them talk about these barriers and how they overcame them on American Dreams, The Sky is the Limit, featuring host Jen Robertson. Jen herself overcame life struggles to become one of the most in-demand motivational speakers in the world today, as well as a best-selling author. Tune in to American Dreams, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. 
Follow the World Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at World Talk Radio. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the World Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash World Talk Radio or follow along with us at World Talk Radio, the World Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. I'm talking today to Suzanne Toro. And I have in my hand a copy of her book, Bare Naked Bliss, Loving from Within. And I have to say, Suzanne, you should receive a medal of courage for being so open and making yourself so vulnerable uh, in writing this book. Um, it's very honest, very real, and I know many women can identify it. Tell us how you came to write this book. What are the circumstances that led to it? Uh, wow. Well, I, as I state in the intro, and a lot of people, it's heavy, the intro, uh, I was pregnant and had made it halfway through the pregnancy and lost uh, the baby. And the circumstances would have it that I actually had to go to an abortion clinic to terminate the pregnancy because they were worried I would not be able to deliver the baby without causing me physically harm or death. And so that moment in time pushed me to a place of deep witnessing and propelled me into a deeper sense of my own self. And I started to go on an inward healing journey. And I'd been there before because I had suffered other instances in my past. And that actually inspired me as I was going through that healing journey to write this book to encourage people to take the time for self, but also that they can actually heal themselves. And I was really hesitant to call the book a self-help book, but that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know why I was really, a, I don't know, hesitant to use that term, but that's who I am. I'm a self-help person. I have self-healed myself many times in many different ways. And I feel that that is how I'm here to serve others is to help them learn how they can heal themselves and not be dependent on other things. Don't you think, though, that we've been raised to run to somebody every time we have a little need of some kind? No, it's oh. all healing comes from within. We're the healer by and large. Um, but we're we've sort of been brought up with any time you have a fever, you go to the doctor. Any time you have a, an internal ouch, you go to someplace and, and, and get it fixed. But aren't you the real fixer here? 
Definitely. Uh, anyone that I work with, I always say I'm just a channel. Uh, I'm, a, I'm receiving who you are, and I share that with them. And we are the healers. Everyone can heal themselves. They have that power within them, and it's a matter of connecting, remembering that. And uh, when I was in high school, I was raped, and I was so shamed. I felt so much shame that I did not want to tell anyone that's part of being raped, part of the side effects of being raped, the aftermath, that propelled me to realize that I could heal myself on, even though it's a layered process, that I could do this on my own because I didn't want to tell anyone. But I also didn't want to deal with how I felt. I didn't want to feel horrible. I didn't want my actions to keep repeating themselves. So I was really determined to find a way to get past it. That's pretty big work for a, uh, somebody still in high school. Yeah. That's a, that's amazing. That what wh- what was your starting place? You know, how do you how do you know where to begin such a huge project as self healing from something as traumatic as rape when you're still forming all of your ideas and beliefs and opinions? yourself, you know, your image of yourself. I mean, that's incredibly brave. And you must have had some great insights. You must have had some good connections with spirit. Yeah, I, I definitely feel I was very supported. And it was definitely uh, quite on purpose that I was raped uh, because of my work now. I I don't know how... I could ever understand what people go through if I haven't hadn't gone through the things I've gone through so far in my life because I really understand the emotions, the pains, uh, the weird feeling of suffering. And so, as a teenager, I just went really inward. I I definitely did not, you know, it wasn't like I it happened and I was better the next day. It was a process, several years, and even till. Even when I was writing this book, there was another layer that was still there. And that's what I encourage people to remember, that this is like a step-by-step process. But if you're gentle and committed to it, you do keep moving forward and you keep, you know, shedding those layers and refining and refining and realizing, oh, wow, this behavior is because of that. And uh, then ultimately I was able to really witness why I'd landed myself in that situation and that's hard for a lot of people to understand um, because sometimes we're attached to being the victim but we don't have to be the victim no we don't it's an interesting phrase you used which tells me you believe you created your reality there that something in you brought that about for your experience and that's that's not the right way to word that but you know where I'm headed I I co-created that experience and uh, I definitely co-created that experience and what it allowed me to do once I really realized that and took ownership over that then I realized you know it's the duality we talk about light and dark I realized not only was I the victim that I was the rapist and what position was that rapist in that would cause him to do that to me? And then if you go further, which is really a little, I don't know how deep you want to go with it, but then if you go further, what within me would cause me to want to manifest 
that situation. And that took several, several years for me to get to the answer of that. But during that process, it led me to compassion, deep, deep compassion for myself first and then Ah. for this other person. And you may still have a little more to do there as things go down. Did did you know or did you have any idea at the time that this was preparing you for a greater work that you'd do in in later years? I, I think on a subconscious level and somewhat of a conscious level, I, I had an idea because I did kind of make a declaration when I was a child that I wanted to help people, and I always knew that. And then I'll, at one point, I do remember saying, because my life was, you know, I felt very blessed. I had these amazing parents I that really loved me. I knew that, but I was, I didn't. I knew I needed to experience to really be able to help people. So I think it was at that point that I set that intention to experience all these different aspects of quote-unquote suffering. So now I could stand here and help people. So, yeah, I think I I brought this on head on. (laughs) So you really bought into experiences the best teacher. Yeah. and hope that, you know, you always hope that when you go through an experience like that, you learn the lesson you're supposed to learn and, and um, you know, don't have to repeat it too many times. One of the things you talk about in your book is flow. What, what do you mean when you talk about your flow? Mm, flow. Flow is your, what I call cosmic flow, your connection to your world around you, to yourself. And we were very much raised on linear, everything being very linear, and really we're very radio beings. So when we take time to really realize that, gosh, you know, maybe I don't want to get up at 6.45 every morning. Uh, I'd rather wake up naturally. Uh, Maybe I really can't work in this type of environment, a corporate environment inside of a cube. So once we become more in tune with ourselves, we realize what works for us and what doesn't. Now, sometimes that requires us to go or let go of aspects of our life that we were conditioned to believe were the best option for us. And um, But once you do that, you feel so much more calm and relaxed and connected to who you are and knowing, okay, this is right for me. It's not necessarily right for the crowd, but it is right for me. And I personally believe when we uh, vibrate at that frequency, then we're of better service to everyone around us and first and foremost for self. Ah, yes. Um, I just just lost my thought. Um, (laughs) It just went away. And, and I just drew a total blank, which I've never done since we started this show. All right, <laughs> isn't that yeah, interesting? Ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe you need to be asking the questions here. Um, it's just gone. You talk about your in your book a lot about freedom. How can you be free when you have all the responsibility of a family and work and all of those things? on you um let's let's think of that question think of that answer it's about time to go for a break and before we launch out on that thought let's go for our break now uh we'll be right back 
in just a few minutes with my guest Suzanne Toro. This is Irene Conlon for the Self Improvement Show. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword World Talk Radio. To succeed in life today, you have to respond well to change and be willing to take chances. On Star Style, Be the Star You Are, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan and her sidekick, daughter Heather Brittany, deliver lessons of success spanning the generations with live interviews with trailblazers, authors, and experts. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on the Power Hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern on World Talk Variety. For positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio, it's Star Style. Be the star you are. If you are looking to get started or are currently operating a home-based business, you might be looking for answers. What are the risks? What business should I get started in? How will I market my business? How do I balance my professional life with my other life? For answers, you need to tune into The Home-Based Business Show with Helene Leontos. Each week, we'll bring you a step-by-step practical guide to starting and maintaining your home-based business. Listen every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Suzanne Toro. We were just beginning to talk about freedom and how you can balance your freedom with your responsibilities. And you talk a good bit about freedom in your book, uh, Suzanne. Let's talk a little bit about that, a little bit about freedom and responsibility. Yes, uh, freedom, wow, is, I believe, uh, honoring self. And oftentimes, especially as being a parent, whether you're a mother or father, you lose in a sight of self. Not always, but it can happen. Oh, it's and easy. <laughs> it's easy to have that happen. At the same time, you're, you're being brought back. The, the children do this wonderful thing of keeping you honest and bringing you back. <laughs> They're like, hello. They remind you. They're great little teachers. And, you know, we have these self-imposed obligations on our life but rather than looking at everything as an obligation we have the opportunity as looking at it as an experience as a moment as now I think we're conditioned so often to look so far forward and perpetuate the past that we forget to live in the moment Mm 
And when you merge those two worlds, like everything that you want from the, for the future and merging the lessons from the past, the gifts from the past, and bring that into the present moment, there's so much magic and there's so much freedom. So if you do have children when you're with them, be with your children. And when you're not, don't worry, they're okay, they're taken care of. Or if you have a job and you're at your job, be at your job. But then when you're not, be present with what's in front of you. And that's the type of freedom I, I'm talking about is that just truly re-embracing the moment ultimately. And within that, you'll start embracing the freedom within self, the freedom to express who you are and not feel apprehensive or have these long conversations before you really share yourself with someone in your head versus just saying it and being it. And that brought me right back to the thing I forgot a while ago. It's here. It's about beliefs. Did you spend a time and do you recommend to your, your clients that they spend a time trying to figure out or discern or come to an understanding of their own beliefs, things that they believe that they weren't told they had to? Do you help them wrestle through the things they were told they had to believe when they were growing up? Many parents do that to their children. I certainly had a lot of them that I needed to shed um, so that they come to a, a clear statement of their own belief system. Do you work through that with them, and did you have to do that with yourself? Definitely. I, I worked through it with myself on many different levels of types of belief work. Uh, and then also you notice it immediately when you have children. So anyone that does have kids or if you are a kid, you notice it too, that your parents say these key phrases. And those are like, those are big clues to where your work is because when you find yourself repeating the same thing a parent said, or it stands out <laughs> yes. really, really, it stands out really, really big to you when you hear it. Like almost you don't feel very good inside when you hear it. More than likely, that's a good doorway to enter and see where where the work of that belief system is and how if it's not aligned with you, just letting it go. Uh, and it sounds really simple, but it can be that simple, or it can be a little bit, you know, a longer process. It just depends how attached you are to being that which you actually aren't. <laughs> it's interesting when we hear something from our parents coming out or when we hear our own children. I heard Christopher say to Jack the other day, because I said so, <laughs> and I cracked up and he came in laughing. He said, did you hear what I just said? And I said, yeah, yeah I did. Even Jack was laughing. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, I mean, we, we really do do our, our parents coming back at us, and it's... It, it, it's it's really critical that we think through our own stuff. Um, right. And I, yeah, yeah. And you hear it. You hear the words. And and I think it's also really good to point out, just like what Chris did. Did you hear me say that? When you acknowledge, oh wow, I just said that. Because it takes time to deprogram, and and that's what it is. Even our parents, you know, programmed. Were programmed in a, a sense, and so they just passed it on. I mean, we're, it's not that they were bad parents and they didn't know what they were doing or whatever it might be. It's this is all programming that's been passed down historically through lineage, through all aspects of ourselves. And for some of us, it's more embedded than others, or something's you know so opposite of who we are that you know we have to really break down that wall so we can get to the true self. The true self. Uh, and that's that's uh, something else that people need to 
come to as a recognition of a true self. Is that why you named your book Bare Naked Bliss? Tell us about that title, Bare Naked Bliss. Yes, uh, Bare Naked Bliss. It's interesting. I get <laughs> many comments about it. Uh, I think it also says a lot uh, how certain people perceive it. Uh, it is about stripping down, completely becoming naked with self. Uh, one of the poems I wrote in a book is about that. It's just letting go of everything and getting back to a soul level, to an energetic level. And once you do that, you find this euphoria that just kind of pops up. And it, it's not something that you, I could say, do X, Y, Z. And that's really how the book, the book is meant you can dive in anywhere. If there's a chapter that resonates with you, dive in there. Uh, and once you start to discover or rediscover self, then you start to feel that bliss. You bubble up, it bubbles up in you, and you're like, ooh, I feel really good right now, and I have no reason why to know why. But that's because you've reconnected these energy centers in your body, and they're, they're responding. They're giving you positive feedback. And so that's a great indicator to know that you're doing the work because you all of a sudden start feeling that euphoria just happen at any given time. So that's the bliss I describe is just really stripping down to back to you. And it's, it's, you know, it, it takes a lot of courage to do that. It's not an easy thing. And, and sometimes I think it's interesting that sometimes you come to that bliss and your mind sometimes doesn't want to do that work. You come to the truth of that. And then around the next corner, there's another, yeah, but. Oh, yes, the mind. <laughs> the mind is our nemesis. So I, if we can get to silence, uh, then we can quickly move through a lot of things but yeah the mind does not want to do the work <laughs> and you you have a question in here i just it's interesting i just opened the book and came to why meditate <laughs> mm, so yes. did you did you get a lot of your healing work done in meditation uh yes i i pretty much meditated all my life i mean unbeknownst to me i was uh coming when i arrived here on earth, as I say, uh, I naturally just meditated. Uh, my parents would take me to church, and I would just go into a meditative state at the church. It was a sacred place for me because I could just have that time with myself. And then my father uh, was in sports. He taught me visualization, so I suddenly realized how I could shape-shift my world and ah. my races. And so with those kind of two tools, um, and then combined, I was just, uh, a, a very lucid dreamer and astral traveler. So I had all these tools that I didn't really know uh, about. I, they were just my everyday life, my way of being. And that definitely helped me on my inward healing process. And I do encourage people to get silent, but I also know how difficult it is when you're starting and it is a practice and it takes time. And that's why I, uh, really thought about that during the book because just for someone just to say, well, just meditate. It's not, it's not that easy, especially if it wasn't just something you came into this world doing naturally. Exactly. One of the things I tell people on the show as well as my own clients is about the Chopra Center. They have some wonderful meditations. They've had, um, they're ha they've been having 21 day meditations online guided meditations so and, and they teach you about meditation those 21 days i've done it twice just because i find them so delightful 
It's, right. it's a good way to get yourself into the habit of meditation. And if, if your mind is going crazy on you and, and trying to avoid doing the work, it, it can be very uncomfortable and a little scary when you really get silent. But, you know, get some help with it. And, and, I, and I love what the Chopra Center is doing. I haven't heard anybody who's doing it better than they do. You, you have some alliance with the Chopra Center, don't you, Suzanne? Yeah. Yes, I worked with them and uh, received a, their meditation, became one of their meditation instructors. And, oh. Yeah, and then I, I use it on my, well, not their meditations, but I do guided imagery and meditations as part of the programming that I do on my website uh, with some tonal sound work to help people get out of their mind. <laughs> and, there and, you go. There's uh, another resource. Silence. Go to Suzanne's website and and you know let her help you with it as well. You, you can, you know, there's a lot of different ways to meditate, and you just need to find what works for you. And exactly. everything doesn't work for everybody. You know, when I first right. started meditate, and I was trying to focus on my breath I thought it was the stupidest thing anybody ever told me to do I finally got it I mean I finally figured out what was going on but I thought I was supposed to have some big spiritual experience every time I sat down to meditate and that just didn't happen <laughs> and I was disappointed but yeah, you, you, <laughs> yeah no expectations when being, being silent with self is a good rule of thumb. <laughs> it's a good rule of thumb, but nobody told me that way back in those days. Um, you, talk, you talk in your book, and, and you've talked here about service and about the need to serve, and you've told us some of the ways you serve, and, and it's really, you know, you serve in many, many ways. You know, where do you find your major um, thrust of service with your clients, with you know, mm. your children? I'm actually in love with humanity, with every human being on this planet and the, the actual physical planet. So everything I do actually always holds humanity in my heart. Uh, and so it comes out in all different articulations from, you know, just making a simple meditation that maybe one person hears and that helps them in that moment in time to uh, shining a light on different uh, forerunners on this planet that will be part of a change that will occur in the future. So how I serve is just I serve whoever shows up and I'm really committed to that service and it can be small. Uh, I have a, a friend of mine named Nipun Mehta. He always likes to tell everyone about uh, themselves, but he's a soul brother and he's committed to uh, small acts, random acts of kindness that are anonymous. And I think this is a great way for people to connect with the idea of service. Oh, I think it's amazing. When they, when they don't have to attach their name to it, it's not like building a wing at a hospital or even going out and working with people so they you totally are anonymous. And so if you start thinking about how you can serve in that way, it's pretty powerful and uh, it's pretty simple too. But what They it don't does have is, to be big. They don't have to be big. They don't have to be big. 
Yeah, it's just a little ripple effect. Imagine if you made someone smile and it changed their whole day for them. And that energy, then everyone they walked forward and connected with had a better experience with that person because of you. So and it all... will happen. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's time to go to break again. When we come back, I want to talk about how you help awaken the divinity within others. We're almost at that point now, but we don't, don't really want to get into it when we need to go to break. So let's do that now, take a short break. We'll be right back and talk more with Suzanne Toro on the Self-Improvement Show. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you looking for tips, tricks, secrets, and techniques that you can use anywhere, anytime, on virtually any problem? Tune in to Magic at Your Fingertips with EFT virtuoso Teresa Bolin. You are a divine manifestation of love and light. Take back control of your life and create the life that you want using EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques. You'll overcome the obstacles that stand in the way of living your heart's desire. Magic at Your Fingertips airs live at 6 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern, and 10 p.m. in Japan on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. We all lead busy lives, and sometimes we think we can't take care of our health. We battle food addictions, time restrictions, and media conflictions when it comes to our health. Now, you can tune in to the Dare to Be Healthy Show with host Alia Almoayed. Good health comes to those who dare to take the leap into the amazing world of natural healing. Find out what it's like to look and feel great. And finally, live your life to its maximum potential. Let Alia and her guests show you how. Dare to Be Healthy is broadcast live Mondays at 11 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at World Talk Radio and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Suzanne Toro. We've been talking about all kinds of things, uh, from freedom to service to connecting with your authentic self. Um, and I'd like to talk a little bit about awakening the divinity with others. What does, within others, what does that mean to you, Suzanne? Awaken the divinity within. 
Well, uh, <laughs> that means that <laughs> real, that means simple little question. <laughs> That's a big question. It's uh, it's actually the power of where I intended to lead everyone to just touch on and realize for a moment that they are the creator, that they have a highest self, and that no matter what their belief system is you know, from a religious standpoint or spiritual standpoint or none, if they can connect to the fact that they are the creator. And when you do that, if you just think about that for a second, wow, I'm the creator. What do I want to create? And wow, I can decide what I want to create. And that's a really important understanding of self when you fully get that and there's a Vedic mantra called aham barasmi which means I am the universe and when we realize that all of that exists within us we start to realize how we've somewhat uh, made certain situations to limit ourselves from being able to fully create the life that we want and some of us grew up with the concept that divinity, God, was way out there somewhere. And really, you know, we were told what to believe and how to approach. And then to, to have the understanding that divinity is within us is um, a real stretch for some people's minds. And once you get it, it's so amazing. Definitely. You kept saying, wow, and that's the word. It's, wow. It is, it is wow. And, and what I, I encourage anyone that isn't there yet, because it's a process maybe that you integrate and, and you have your own relationship with what that means, is whatever your relationship is to your own faith, is just to imagine yourself as that being that you look out to. And slowly but surely you're going to bring that being into you and have a merge with it if you so do choose you know it can be outside of you but it's really beautiful when you realize it can be right inside of you and is inside of you yeah even you know most of the major scriptures say something to the effect of the kingdom of god is within you Mm -hmm. um which is such an amazing yeah it is amazing and something really powerful to remind yourself on a daily basis. When you connect with that, healing truly does happen without yeah. much else. Exactly. Exactly. It's a frequency. It's the ah. Uh, it is the creation frequency. What What's the biggest tool? And, and this may be all connected. This may be a, a kind of a wrap-up question. What's the biggest virtue or tool that you relied on when you were healing or when you are healing? Uh, for me, it's for me, it's silence and it's uh, going inward, really deep inward, and then running towards anything I'm afraid of. <laughs> running Just towards anything. Anything that, you're, that I'm afraid of. If I, a fear jumps up, I run towards it. If a judgment jump, jumps up, I run towards it. I never want to alienate anything or any being in my life. So and I don't, I don't have to agree with any, everyone, but if I listen, 
I think they might have some information for me or the experience might have some information for me to better understand myself. Oh, I love it. So the question is, what am I supposed to learn here? Yeah. <laughs> what can I learn here? What can so, I learn here? Yeah. Talk, talk about the bridge. You talk about the bridge in your book, and it's a lovely concept. Tell us about the bridge. The bridge. I, well, you know, it's funny because it kind of gets made fun of acronyms. <laughs> but yeah, when, I was write, when, when I was writing this book, uh, and my father is actually an infrastructure, a, a civil engineer, so he created bridges and roads. And I, I was working with Apple at the time when I was recording the audiobook, and I kept thinking of him because how we connected is I was helping him meditate how to find silence. But it was really hard for him to get quiet and just be still. So... He, he could get grasp the concept of breathing. However, it, I was like, gosh, how can I explain this differently? So, and how can people do uh, meditation without having to sit and be still? So the bridge became the explanation. And so the first one's just about being, B for bridge. And that is just being present with every moment. And if you bring presence to the moment, you will get the clarity you need. There are things you can't control or are outside of you. There's no reason to think about them in that moment. Just focus in on what you're doing, what you're creating, who you're with. Put the blackberries down. Just sit and be there with whatever you're doing, whether you're eating, sleeping, playing basketball, swimming. If you are in that moment, you're going to be in a meditation. And so that's the first thing. The second is respect. This is the only thing that I ask my children is to respect yourself. And I think within that word, it's also love self. So respect self, love self, respect others and love others. And then the last part of that is to have fun. If you can do those three things, I think you'll, you'll be okay. And as the Dalai Lama, I will I quoted in the book said, know all the rules so you know how to break them. So yes. That, <laughs> that makes me love. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Uh, so that's the, the R of the bridge. I is inspire. I studied architecture, design. I work with music. I love sound. I love food. And all of us can relate to being inspired or being around someone that has that energy and frequency that we want more of. If we are that, then we will raise our frequency. We will be in that place where we can heal because no longer are we consumed with the other things. So stay in that state of interacting with things that get you excited. And if you're not doing those things that you love, find time. There's no reason not to do them. And if you say you don't have time, that's more reason to do them. Uh, the next one is detach, and that's non-attachment, non-attachment to outcome. We can want something. We could really obsess over it. We could cry over it. We could want to feel better. We could want a new job, whatever it is. But if, if we don't stop wanting it and letting go and just detaching it, hold the intention of what we want to bring into our life, but let go, let the universe work through you and let it manifest. It takes practice, but once you do it, you'll see that the highest and best thing comes across your doorstep. So you might have one intention, and it may manifest slightly different, but if you are in that non-attached state and you're not forcing and you're allowing, something really beautiful comes, and usually you have a better understanding as to why that is received versus maybe what you wanted in the first place. 
And we're almost finished with our last minute, so give us the okay. last two. Last two are really easy. The, is give, that component we talked about, service, give of yourself, and take time to receive. Make sure that you receive, complete the cycle of giving and receiving, and then exchange. Have conversations. Take time to look people in the eyes, ask questions, have a dialogue. You'll find out so much more. Don't assume. Don't judge. Just be with them and see what happens when unfolds you might be surprised what a wonderful bridge what a nice way to end the show next week's guest is Yvonne Perry we'll be talking about how to be an empath in today's crazy world uh, Suzanne Toro thank you so much for being with us today I really think we need to do this again Oh, this I'd is, love to. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Irene, and I really appreciate you being here and uh, offering this to everyone that's listening. It's really important. So thank you for being you. Thank you for being you. This is Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show saying goodbye. We'll see you next week with Yvonne Perry. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. <laughs>